Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Montero, and today we're joined by Arturo Espatia from CrossFit, CrossFit Orinata in Converse, Texas. Arturo, what's going on? Not much. It's CrossFit Orinda. Damn it. I, oh, it's all right. I apologize, man. <laughs> it's all good. Thank you for fixing that, man. So, uh, not, not sure. much. I'm good here. Yeah, man. We got to cross the gym out there, Texas. I've been there eight years. Um, you know, what makes you guys unique? What's like the elevator pitch you give to people that are inquiring about your gym? So, the pitch that I give to people is that we're more of a small gym, if you will, fo- focusing more on like personalization in our classes. Like, we honestly do a 10 person cap. We don't allow any more than 10 people in our classes just for quality, uh, movement, safety, all of those things. Um, And our members really seem to like kind of that small, more holistic environment, if you will, because they do know that like we're able to to really keep an eye on them, really watch their form, really see what's going on. I had a lady say this morning that she really appreciates because I know each and every member in the class and I can kind of know what they lift, what they're not lifting. We use Wattify, so of course we have numbers and everyone, you know, but getting a member to go look at a number or look in their Wattify to see what their percentages are. So they really like having that coach that actually knows them personally, knows what they lift, know what their injuries are, you know. Um, This instance, we had nine people in class this morning and I knew everybody's, Every, what was going on with everybody, I was able to run a class and, and knew everyone's modifications, set everything up for everyone. So that's really what makes us different. We're just a small personal gym, if you will. Yeah, gives you the opportunity to have a lot more hands-on coaching than a class of exactly. people, right? And exactly. I definitely, definitely want to highlight that man here in a minute because I think you guys are doing something a little unique there than your traditional, say, right. big box. So before that, why did you guys choose uh, to go with CrossFit, affiliate with CrossFit and make that part of your business philosophy? I've been a a strength and conditioning coach for 22 years now, and I would say probably about 12 years, maybe 11 years in, I had a buddy that honestly introduced me to CrossFit, and I think that's how everybody gets into CrossFit, like, you know, and he said, hey, check this out, and this and that, and I was like, ah, it sounds crazy, like, this is never going to last, you know, because you see, you see all the fads, right, like, you see everything, and um, I actually went and looked at it, looked at the programming, watched a lot of Glassman's early stuff, and I like the philosophy, and to be honest, I've always done that style of circuit training, you know, like, whether be kettlebells or barbells or step ups or you know like I was probably one of the first uh PTs you know or trainers you know if you will in a gym that brought kettlebells into the gym if you will so people are like what are those things you know so I've been working with kettlebells you know about the same time the inception of CrossFit and all that so it really kind of fit with my model and I was like okay this is something I can do um so I so I went and you know got my level one and then just you know of course have my level two now working on my level three and that's just really what kind of drew me to that I really like the the old school philosophy of it, if you will. 100%, man. I agree 1,000%. And uh, still nothing like it. And I think it's uh, a unique yeah. and, a, and a great way to tra- right way to train. So um, as long as we do it the right way, you know, no crazy. Exactly. Yet. Like you just, I mean, if you ever want to look at like old grass, look at Glassman's like original stuff. Like, and, and even the, even the, the L1 course is like, is is just so basic to, in its principle you know and they've done a really good job too about spreading that curriculum like the new tests and everything that they do now because i'm retaking the um level one just to get my l2 recertified because i'm at like 10 years certified for crossfit now um and then i'm also working on my my level three as well but i'm using those course hours it gets complicated because the level three is no joke like it's almost like a cscs if you're familiar with strength tra- um strength and conditioning coaches and stuff like that the cscs is like like kind of the upper echelon and it's pretty parallel to that 
100%. Yeah. Yeah. Not an easy test um, yeah. at all. <laughs> no, yeah. Any hours. But, you know, if you're if you're on a gym and you're working your 500 hours or whatever, easy to get, whatever it is, it's a, it's a few hundred hours that you have to have coaching. Yeah, we get that in a couple of weeks, right? As I say, that's a month. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously, CrossFit is bread and butter, but you guys are big with personal training too, which is, uh, which I think is great for a CrossFit gym. Talk to us about your model, uh, Arturo, how you add PT with a group class and just how your setup rolls. So when people come in, I, I do an assessment with them and I kind of figure out where they're at or what they need. Um, so, you know, that's body fat, that's giving them a general nutrition plan, that's like kind of working with them and just seeing where the imbalances are. I give them the opportunity to come into class um, if, if I feel like they can. And if they can't, then we just sit down and talk about like, hey, this is what like, let's say five personal training sessions look like or 10 personal training sessions. Um, and if they do end up going into class, then we just kind of address things, you know, like clean snatches. Um, are big things that people really have trouble with. You know, a lot of the barbell work, like pull-ups, dips, um, things like that. So the gymnastic side as well. So in a class, if I see someone struggling, I usually just kind of pull them aside at the end of the class, not in front of anyone or anything and say, hey, you know, you'd really benefit from working with me for an hour on like some of this stuff because we only have 10 or 15 minutes to address it in class. And it's like, hey, we can work on this. And, and nine times out of 10, they're, they're totally agreeable. You know, you might come up with money sometimes, but a lot of these people don't, I mean, it's a, it's a crazy thing to say. Money's not for most people that are doing CrossFit, money's not a real issue. Like it's not. So the, it is there, you know, as far as like the personal training aspect. And, and they just really like it too, because then they're able to get better at CrossFit and then they're working on their skill. They feel like they're getting somewhere. It just gives them a lot of accountability. And um, they, you know, I have clients all the time that say, hey, you know, I want to do a month of personal training. There's, there's a whole list of things I want to work on. And, you know, we just kind of set them up on that. So it's a, it's a good reoccurring within the gym. And then two, just people from outside, because um, we advertise personal training pretty heavily. Um, we get a lot of stuff there and then usually they'll do a month or two of personal training and then they'll kind of we'll kind of get them to um get them ready for classes and then they come into classes and to be honest with you i've got three i think lately that went into classes and they're like no nah, we'd rather just train with you personal training three times a week we like that better so because it, it is a big difference you know because personal training is not to go off on a tangent here but it's like for me it's like a very because i've been doing it for so long it's a very personalized service so i load weights i add weights you know they don't have to do anything they just stand there drink their water everything's cleaned up everything's put away it's a full service right um and then they go to class and they have to load their own weights they have to put away their own barbells and they're like nope I'm going to pay some money and have you do it for me. <laughs> deadlift day, man. Loading those barbells up on deadlift day. Uh, yeah, it's like, they're like, no, no, no. Like, this is too confusing. I got to figure out my own weight. Like, no, I want to go back to where I come in. I have a piece of water, you know, a nice glass of water. Everything's air conditioned. You offer me a towel. We work out and I get to go and, and leave everything laying here. <laughs> Can't beat that, man. A lot, a lot of value there. And even, I, like, I like you brought up even like the people who have been there a while can even work on more of the higher level level scale. Yeah. It's not yep. just beginners, it's at anybody exactly. at any level, which is awesome. And you brought up that you guys advertise PT a lot. How do you go about, you know, your overall marketing philosophy and strategy to get PT clients and regular uh, group training clients into the gym? What's that look like? So that is a really honestly long conversation. That could probably be its own podcast. But the gist of it is, is everybody's out there like trying to sell you something or trying to do this or trying to do that. 
you know, you can use algorithms, you can use all this stuff, but personally, you know, we'll throw a little bit of money at Facebook ads. When I say a little bit, I mean a little compared to most of these guys, probably like a hundred bucks, you know, just to kind of generate some stuff. We really utilize Google, um, like Google business manager. Um, I pay 16 bucks a month and I run through all my emails and stuff through there. And, you know, you can post as much as you want there. And the more that you post and the more you have people like write you reviews on Google and all those things, Google's a powerhouse that, that I don't think a lot of people use that's, that's kind of free. And then we just have, you know, if you watch Two Brain Business at all, or if you watch, um, what is it, Stu, or, you know, from um, that, the guy, oh, WTF, um, Jim Talk or whatever, uh, he, he talks to, you know, just about a simple A-frame, right? So we got some flags out front, we got a, we got a sign out front. So it's just real kind of like small end. We've, we've done billboards, you know, not much return. We've done, you know, we, we've done it all. And just really like putting a little bit of Facebook money in there every now and then um, organically, we just printed up some postcards and went again, I'm, I'm, I'm in my forties, like old school, just like postcards on everyone's door in the neighborhood, that type of thing. That stuff really seems to work. I know everyone's into digital now. Um, we are pretty heavy on Instagram too. That that's kind of like helped. Um, we just started a TikTok and we're getting, a little bit of notification there, that type of stuff. And that's just because those are things that people have kind of suggested. Um, but, you know, our website and everything just gets, you know, I'd say to the takeaway is make sure you have a good website and a good like landing page. And then make sure that your Google game is strong because when they, when they type you up, like, like CrossFit and Converse, who's going to come up, right? So if you're number one, if you're number two, I've never spent money with Google ads. It's like 500, 600 bucks. I've never done it. And still we're ranked pretty high in Google. Our reviews are pretty high. So the more reviews you have, the more people are searching for you. I know it sounds dumb every day. I plug in like my gym to my gym, like every day. So that's just making a strong connection every day that someone is traveling to that gym, right? Sometimes I'll click on my website and fill out a form and send it to myself. But again, if I do that five times a week, that's adding to like what's getting hit on Google. And I know it sounds crazy, but it, it works. <laughs> it really helps for sure. And so would you say that this, uh, the Google, uh, your Google optimization and where you guys are ranked and your testimonials and reviews is the, the biggest driver of new traffic or is it I would say right now most most everything because people just still jump online and they look for you right yeah. that's that's what they do so like they either go to the CrossFit website and CrossFit has us in there as well like on a map or they just type CrossFit in the area and the only people the only thing that people are using is Google right so you come up on Google so if you're ranked on Google they're going to hit you up right away and then when our rankings come up it's like personal training CrossFit um, us personally because again more power to all those people that are running 30 person classes and all that stuff i can do less work and make just as much if not more money running 10 person classes and doing personal training right like one personal training client is going to pay me 800 a month what that one person right and that's that's working three that's working 10 hours why would i why would i want to run 30 people at 140 dollars like or 150 dollars like it's not it's 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 crazy. Like my, I, I learned that lesson long ago. Again, I will run out of hours in the day, so to speak. But again, we're in a position where we have a number that we want to work with and we have a business model that we want to meet. And we're, we're pretty close to there. You know, we're, we're, we're doing okay. That's awesome. Yeah. And I agree totally. The, th the classes of 30 people becomes kind of like herding cats organized. Yeah, it, it's a nightmare. Like, you know? yeah, yeah. It becomes, it becomes a lot. It's fun. on like, Days like Murph or uh, Murph and stuff, yeah, yeah. Our Saturdays, our Saturdays, we'll run a fifteen to, to twenty person class, and that's fun. But we, you know, most of them are outside. You know, we roll the bikes outside. Like it's not, it's not an indoor thing. Yeah, no, here totally. So, 
PT is a big part of what we do. So we had our members paying for group training, PT, any other revenue streams or services that you guys offer Arturo, to increase average revenue per member on top of those two things? Another thing too, like if other gym owners are listening to this, they might think this is a little bit of shade thrown at them, but it's like we sell, we use as I'm wearing on my shirt, Driven Nutrition, then this is an audio podcast, but if it was video one, like you'd see that. Um, we use Driven Nutrition and they are amazing and like product, um, they, they educate you, they teach you how to sell, you order the stuff, it's here the next day, that type of thing. But we also, we keep product in stock, right? Because again, you have a lot of gyms, they'll do pre-order sheets and they'll do all this stuff. You can walk into our gym, we've got five different flavors away. We've got, you know, the creatine, we've got amino acids, we've got collagen, we've got fish oils, we've got greens, whatever you need is there, right? And we don't have a lot of, let's say products, right? Like personally, and we can have a whole debate about this. I like amino acids. I like, for some reason, there's some, some woman on Instagram selling women creatine. So we're doing creatine right now a lot, but it's just like collagen, creatine, um, amino acids, you know, like flavored stuff for people to drink all day instead of soda. And then like just some whey proteins. So we do like those four or five products and we have multivitamins and fish oils if people want them, but you know, I don't, I don't push that. It's just my main drivers are going to be like your creatine, your collagen aminos and, and driven way. And we have a, we have, we're stopped. And, and we, of course we do, you know, like O2, I think P10 energy drinks just came out. Um, and then we use um, NoCo as well. NoCo is kind of like coming up. Um, yeah. So those are our only three beverages. We don't, we, you know, we've tried Kill Cliff and other stuff in the past, but those are our, those are our strong solars. So like four products of driven nutrition and we give three beverage options, O2, NoCo or P10. Nice. I love it. Yeah. We used to have a uh, Kill Cliff back in the day and it was like when it was popular. Was yeah. And again, we don't get a break on that. Like we don't get a price on that. The margin is just hard, you know? Yeah, like O2, we make a great margin. Like NoCo, we make a great margin. You know, the P10, I I I personally like it. And I brought a, I brought like I think 15, 20 cases of it in. And it's moving, um, but they offer a variety of different products as well. And again, it's just too it's so if we're talking about sales, it's just too much, right? Like I like to, for, because I've been doing this for so long, I know what works, right? So my clients ask me like, okay, well this, if you don't like, cause a lot of women don't like whey protein, like, okay, if you don't like protein, if it's heavy, this or that driven nutrition is not, it's very light. And I'll just mix it up for them too. Um, and let them sample it. And they're like, oh yeah, that is pretty light. But most women don't like that. So it's like, I want them to get something. So nine times out of 10, I can sell them a fruity amino acid. 100%. Yeah. And that's where, honestly, there's a bigger margin on amino acids than there is whey protein all day. Yeah. People, <laughs> people are going to buy the supplements, so we might as well have them. And people, right. people will spend the money on it. And it's a good service, yeah. the product we can add to our to what we're already doing. So, like, yeah, uh, very cool. You guys have those. And I recommend that to everybody listening. Uh, on top of this, so the third bucket here of kind of gym growth, which are obviously we want to keep people happy, engaged, retention as high as possible. What are some best practices that you guys have kind of put into place over the past decade? keep your members going back month after month. So our average client life is, is pretty big. If you had to, I would say the longest person we've had with us is probably eight, nine years, but our average client life, because if you're a business owner, you should really be tracking. This is about three and a half years. And that's really high, really high. Yeah. Um, the only time that we get people moving out is we're in a military area, but usually they're staying with us like two years during that cycle. And then they kind of move out. So that's where you get kind of that lower end, but people that are local, they're staying with us at an average of three and a half years, you know, and then if you go into the military stuff, you're probably looking at like two and a half years. Yeah. Um, and how we do that personally is like, I, I, again, it's a lot of work, but like I text everyone, everyone texts me, we talk back and forth. We do all those things. Um, everyone really gets to know each other. Like, you know, this person's having lunch with this person or this person 
resources doing that. So they're kind of building that for me organically. And then we do stuff like every weekend, we try to have an event. So like last, uh, let's just, just say the past three weeks, one week was because we're in Texas. It's like everybody was talking about cowboy dancing. So we went to a cowboy dance hall. They have free dance lessons. So the whole gym went and we learned how to cowboy line dance. And then the next week, again, we're a military town. So we all went to the shooting range. I rented a, a 70 yard bay and I brought out my guns. Another buddy brought out his guns. Um, so a lot of people didn't have guns and never shot and wanted to shoot. Um, and then my spouse is in the military. So um, we just did a little bit and we have another guy that works at a gun club. And so we just had like a little, little shooting range out there. So that everybody loved that. That was like a huge hit. And then this Saturday we're going uh, bowling. Everyone's going bowling. We made it up with a place. Cause so that way, so we kind of did one that was like gym, gym. And now we're doing one that's like family. So kids and everybody can come. The place serves food. It's a very upscale place here in, um, in, in Converse. Like it's called Santico's and it's a nice bowling alley. There's an arcade. You can order food, do whatever. So we're going to meet there after the workout in the morning, give everyone time to get home, shower, meet up about noon. And, and that's, that's kind of how we're, that we just do events like that to keep things going, if you will. 100%. Yeah, it definitely leads to higher retention rates, builds yeah. activity uh, and uh, better engagement rates. And those people, as you've seen, they, and I've seen too, they stay for, for years and years. And yeah, years. they just stay. They love it because, you know, we're all there to work out and get healthy and stuff. But too, it's all about like that connection, you know, like just, you know, building in your community, those type of things. And there's not many other businesses uh, like this that you can do it. So it's that's something, you know, nope. <laughs> I, I can't think of any. It's like, you know, I'm right. sure there's, there, there's not much. So, so yeah, so things are going great, man. Been there coming up for 10 years, right? Uh, you said you're kind of near your your peak, your capacity here uh, for your model you guys want to run. Right. Any challenges, kind of roadblocks you guys are trying to work around to get to that that peak level? Uh, for us right now, it's really just um... – Honestly, right now we're doing good. Like we're actually doing good. We don't, you know, we, we, I've had, you know, because again, COVID, right. We've been in a couple different areas, right. But I've had a 5,000 square foot facility, you know, and now we're running about 2,500 square feet. And, and honestly, we're happy. Like, um, being in this industry for as long as I have, again, everyone has different gym models. Everyone has different ideas, but we're, we're good. You know, we're, we're, we're making a living. People are happy. Prices are good. Gym is really, really nice. Like I, I mean, if you saw our gym, like it's, it's top notch, like, um, cause, cause I'm, I'm, I always joke. It's like, it's this bougie. Cause I'm bougie. Like I'm not trying to work out. I'm working out in AC and you know, our, our whole gym is decked out rogue everything like the most expensive rack you can buy not bragging by any means it's just again if you want that high caliber client you can't have rusty barbells or chipped rigs or anything like that you know what i mean you got to have nice stuff so so we're we're actually we're we're doing really 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 well you know we could we could use you know a few more clients in the evening like the evenings are stalling but again it's just that ebb and flow and if there's new owners here or new people that are like getting into this, you can't really get sucked into that. Like, okay, well, what's going to build this or what's going to build that? You know, if it's not working, you obviously have to look at it, but don't get stuck in the ebb and the flow because honestly, three weeks ago, we had only like two people in this class. And then every day this week has had 10 people in it cool. and the members are there. It's just like you say, working on that engagement and everything else. And it's just, it's just staying the course, you know, cause if you switch things too fast then then people don't have an opportunity, so to speak, you know what I mean? And then we're, we're kind of in a weird space as a, as, as a gym time right now, like this is school time and restarting and schedules and everything else. So two weeks ago and two weeks from now, like probably into two weeks of September, like you really just have to kind of hold the storm. You're not going crazy. You're not going out of business. There's people just, you know, they're done with vacations. Kids are going back to school. People have lives just calm down. It's going to be okay. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Every August for us, same idea. It's kind of, 
you know, once September, Labor Day comes here, everything gets back to rock. Yeah. You know, yeah. Those, those classes, they always go in waves. Uh, there's no yeah. rhyme or reason to it. It's usually yeah. just like, yeah. Time of year, so, lots of this, you know. Yes, yeah, so so we're good, you know, we're good, you know. Advertising is always a struggle, but that's just advertising. So, so with that, so we're, we're doing well. Things are going great. Been here a while. Where do you foresee like your biggest opportunity right now, or even like maybe like a legacy you'd love to leave uh, with your gym there in Congress? Um, I think that eventually we could probably go back to a 5,000 square foot facility, maybe add a couple coaches and do something like that and be able to hire a manager and maybe move into that. But again, that's, that's something that maybe two or three years down the line, it just depends on where, where I want to take things. Because again, this is what, if, if you're, if you have the same model, right? Like, and you're running, let's say a cookie cutter program or you're bought, you know, two brain businesses program or, or level method or whatever you did, it's, it's, it's okay. You can kind of implement that. But what I've run into even bringing in new coaches and stuff that like people come to me and they buy my gym because of me. Right. So I've had other coaches and people are like, man, that's just not you. And I'm like, well, y'all got to realize. And again, I'm not bragging. It's like, I'm different because I, this is what I do. This is, I've, yeah. I've, I've made every mistake. I've, I've done everything. So it's really hard to bring someone in to coach and do stuff. So that would be our biggest struggle is finding people that are actually relatable, that people can actually coach, that people actually like and want to work with, because they're just, to be honest, they're just kind of spoiled because you've been in the industry yourself, you know, there's, you know, one, one or two out of five are really good. And the other three are just kind of like, mm. and, and I think as young business people and young owners that we have out there, they're really trying to implement what they think the world should be like. And that's not, the world will never conform to what you think it should be. That's a, I mean, we can get into a long conversation about that, but like, just, you have to realize that what the, what is your customer need? What are they asking you for? What's the market asking for? And so that's where we run into that. So our biggest, to answer that question is just our biggest thing would be finding good coaches and figuring out, you know, are they relatable and are they workable in, in the situation? You know, just staffing, like, like staffing would be a big trouble on expanding, you know, expanding would be no problem. That'd be easy. That's the easy part. Building stuff is easy. It's just, it's just getting people to work it and being able to you know to fill it you know so marketing and people for sure yeah 100 percent and uh yeah i think a challenge that we all kind of face at some point or have like to kind of lay on top of that where we talk about the team and the new trainers we have a lot of young trainers listening to the show they want to open a gym you know they're us 10 15 years ago any advice to give to that person from your experience to kind of set them up for success start slow start small don't spend any money that you don't have to and just really listen to your clients and what they want and it's not that complicated the more complicated you make it the harder it's going to be like you can do anything in a five by five room with a barbell and a good attitude and, and, a, and a great education but listen to the client you know don't we have so much to offer as coaches that we want to implement our will and what's going on with us right and it's like listen to what the client wants or what the client needs and you know give your expertise as needed but try not to change change you know try not to just implement too much of yourself you know what i mean if that makes sense i i don't know if that i don't know if that makes sense or not but you got a lot of people trying to change the world it's like the knees over toe guy right let's use that example like 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 you can't teach everyone knees over toe work. And if anyone knows what that, if anyone is a trainer, they should know what the heck knees over toes guy is, right? Like you can't teach everyone like that, right? So if you're, if that's your niche as a trainer, well, you need to get some other niches because that's not going to build you a million dollar business. I'm sorry. Like someone already has that market. So yeah. just be well-rounded, just understand what the client needs and just really educate yourself and, and have a full palette to bring to the table. 
I think that's great advice. Yeah. And like you said, like, uh, don't take off uh, too big of a chunk right away, especially if I yeah, not right away. Yeah. I mean, you could do a lot, you know, and people, if they like you and, and they just want to work out, they're going to come to you no matter where you're at or what you're doing. You know, we talk about nice equipment. We talk about nice things, but there will be time for that. You know, you talk, you look at the two brain business guy, like, you know, he started in an office thing upstairs, you know, like, or something weird like that, you know, with one or two clients yeah. and it's, it's possible. Just don't take on more than you can, more than you can chew. You can make a lot with what you have. I agree. And I think that's awesome advice. And uh, yeah, I, I can share some stories there too, but we'll leave that for uh, the next right. <laughs> uh, Yeah, Arturo, I think it's an awesome place to, to wrap up the episode, man. I yeah. appreciate you coming on today, hopping with us, telling your story about uh, why you guys started, what you guys are doing, where we're going, where can we find you and listeners find you at website, uh, social media, all that good stuff. So we're at um, CrossFit underscore Orenda on Instagram. And then of course we have our Facebook CrossFit Orenda. And then our website is orendafit.com. Nice. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. And wish you the best of luck, man. Thank you. All right, sir. See ya. Listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for all future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, Head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Amanda from AKT in Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. First of all, thanks for taking an hour out of your busy day to sit down, have this conversation with us, give back to the industry a little bit. Before we really dive into the business side, which is what everybody's here to listen to, I would like to know the backstory. Like, what made you decide to become gym owners? Absolutely. So, I have a uh, growing up, I was always into sports and athletics. I was a competitive gymnast growing up, spent a lot of time in the gym and really fell in love with fitness and what it does for your body and your mind. Um, so really throughout my entire life have always been working out, running marathons, just really in that active, um, lifestyle. And, um, from college, I went on, had a business degree and worked professionally, traveled a lot for work. Um, I have four kiddos at home and was gone a lot. And honestly, when I was traveling, I went to a lot of the boutique fitness studios when I was on the road just to find community and to go somewhere where I felt comfortable when I was away and, and really fell in love with the concept of the smaller um, community-driven fitness studios. So my husband and I um, really sat down and talked a lot about it and my love for fitness and wanting to venture out and do something on my own. So uh, a few years ago, we looked at really a number of, um, AKT is a franchise. So we looked at 
um, primarily fitness, but really opened our eyes to various franchises and looked at different business models um, and ultimately really fell in love with AKT. Um, I actually went out to New York where it was founded when I was on a business trip, took a class. And after I took our signature bands class, completely fell in love with it. And um, from there, just went on the process of, of purchasing and building out our studios. So you've always kind of been involved in the fitness lifestyle. And so now here you are a gym owner, you get to help other people get into that fitness lifestyle. For our listeners who are not familiar with AKT, kind of give us your elevator pitch. Tell us who you are, what services you have to provide, kind of paint that picture for us. So we really understand your model as we move forward in the conversation. Sure. AKT actually stands for Anna Kaiser Technique. So the model was created. Anna Kaiser is based in New York and she was a celebrity fitness trainer years and years ago, still is, um, but really wanted to create a fitness model for um, primarily female bodies and training the female body proportionately. And so all of her experience working with the celebrities um, personally and privately training, she opened her studios in New York. Um, and so really what AKT comprises of is four different class types. Um, we have a dance class that combines cardio dance with strength intervals. We have a band class, a tone class, and then a circuit class, which is more of our power class. So we offer really a variety of four classes. We always tell people to make sure you're incorporating a few um, each week that are different. It, they all they all do that full body uh, strength, full body cardio. So you really can't go wrong with either. People usually fall in love with one or two, um, and then they supplement with others. But yeah, that's really the core of, of AKT. So a little bit of everything, but like you said, kind of designed for the female body, which is awesome. Like I think a lot of us really struggle to find our place in the fitness industry. And so it sounds like it's a really welcoming environment for, for the ladies to come get a workout. Um, so you have two facilities, is that correct? Yes, we have two uh, locations in Cincinnati. Okay, awesome. And so with those two locations, kind of give us an idea size wise, you know, how many members do you have in each facility? How full are they um, right now? Yeah, so we have two locations. One is in Mason, which is a northern suburb of Cincinnati. Um, that location has about 215 members right now. Um, we do primarily group fitness. We also do personal training as well as nutrition coaching. Um, so we have all of it, but from the um, membership base, it's about 215. Um, and then Liberty opened about a year ago. That one has about 150 members there. And we have a variety of memberships from coming once a week to an unlimited membership. So that's really a mix of um, the memberships. A little bit of everything. What would you say is your most common membership um, that people are really taking advantage of right now? I would say the unlimited. Um, the unlimited gives you all of our memberships you get access to both locations. Our studios are about 20 minutes apart. We found that a lot of our members live in between both and with everyone's hectic schedules and, and the uh, craziness of uh, working from home now since the pandemic and some commuting, we really want to make sure members have easy access. So we um, have yeah, both those, those locations. 
that's really neat, especially in like a super rural area, like to have access to both. That's very, very convenient. Um, I know a lot of people who would really love something like that down here. Um, okay. So with, you know, 215 in one and then about 150 in the other location, those are like memberships is, are those a place where you guys are feeling good? You're feeling comfortable or are you looking to grow, step on the gas, welcome more faces through the door? Yeah, we're always looking to grow for sure. Um, we really AKT, the reason I also wanted to open this was not only for fitness, was for the ability to create a community where people can come to and really feel comfortable, create friendships. Um, it's been really neat to see the friendships that have formed. Both of our locations have really cute um, breakfast and coffee shops. And a lot of our members now are, you know, going for coffee after or going for a walk after, but really having that community that people feel welcome and, and, and like they're at home. Um, so for us, we have, like I said, we have about the 215, 150. Um, our goal would probably be around 350 for each location um, to be at full capacity. Okay. So obviously the community piece, that's huge in, in any gym. And I love that your members have already built such a strong community. Um, and at, so since you're looking to grow and, and help more people, what are some of the things that you guys are doing to aid that growth process? Yeah, so we do a number of things. We do uh, paid social. So that we have done from the very beginning where we have ads, a lot of the ads our current images and pictures from our actual studio with real members. We want people to really understand who we are and see inside our studio so they feel comfortable coming in for the first time. It's always, no matter what gym you're going to, it's always intimidating coming in for the first time. So we try to create that um, feel of what our studio actually is like. So we've done the paid. Um, we do a lot in the community. So we are constantly partnering with other local businesses, cross-promoting. Um, we do a lot of different events as well. Um, in August here, we're doing a free fitness class at one of the local breweries um, that we've done a few times. And it's just a great way to allow people to come work out outside, have lunch after, uh, free for everybody, really to, to support that community. So we do a lot of events that way. We also are big on referrals. So we love our, um, our first class is free for everybody. So we really encourage members who love us, who found a home at AKT to bring their friends, their family. Um, one of the areas that we've seen increased recently is the mother-daughter uh, combo that has been coming in. And that's really mother-daughter from every age. We have um, the younger high schoolers that are wanting to come in once or twice a week just to supplement either a sport activity or just to stay active all the way to the older uh, mother-daughters. So um, big on referrals and um, really word of mouth, like I said, just kind of sharing the love with everybody. Yeah, I think word of mouth and referral, word of mouth and referrals are always going to be like one of our favorite things as fitness business owners, because those are methods of marketing per se that are completely free. Um, all we have to do is have an awesome service or product and our, our customers are going to talk. I mean, we can always count on a bit of growth from those things, but that's not really measurable. Like we are 
I guess, predictable. We can't predict how many clients we're going to grow through referrals and word of mouth um, every month. And so a lot of people supplement like you with paid social events, things like that. Um, so I really like the idea of touching on the paid social here because I think that this is an area that a lot of gym owners are not taking advantage of. Um, and so, you know, has it been super beneficial for you guys? Have you seen ebbs and flows with that? Um, talk to us about your experience um, using paid ads on social media. Yeah, and I, I think the reason that everyone is doing it, it's expensive. And I will say that it's not cheap. Um, we actually do paid social with a company that feeds leads. So if someone sees our ad, you can actually submit, Hey, yes, I want to try a free class. And that lead will flow through into, we use club ready, um, very similar to like a mind body, um, CRM. And then we reach out and we try to, um, have a conversation with them, really get to know them and their goals, explain AKT. Cause again, not everybody knows what we are and what we offer and then get them in for a free class. We always encourage them to bring a friend. So they're more comfortable. Um, but it, it is expensive. And so it's sometimes hard to rationalize, especially in the pandemic. And what we do is we just vary our budget based on what's going on in the economy, what's going on uh, the season. So we're getting ready to ramp up back to school. So we have a lot of moms that are our members and summer can always be challenging for moms. They have kids home. There's summer schedules and things change. So I would say for, for most fitness, summer is definitely the hardest. So we don't spend as much on the ads then, but come fall, we'll, we'll up our, our spend. I also would say that with us through the paid ads, leads will flow through, but it really is incredible to hear how many people find us through something popped up on their Facebook, something popped up on their social. Some of it's hard to measure because they may not fill out that form but they may still see the ad. And so when people walk in our door for the first time, we have them fill out a little intake card so we can get a little more information on them. Um, but we always ask them, how did you find us? And I would say 90 to 95% of the time, if it's not a referral coming in with a friend, it's on social. So I think it's really important. We also do a lot of our own, just we have our own social pages, um, Facebook and, and Instagram. And we are constantly, we post six, seven stories a day. We have scheduled posts going out. So we are very active on that space ourselves, but I would strongly encourage the paid, the paid social. Yeah. And you touched on an important piece here. Like everybody thinks that, you know, paid ads are expensive and that's true, but if we're doing them correctly, we should be getting like a three to one return on our ads. Um, but it's sometimes hard to figure that out. I know for sure, like I'm definitely not a marketing expert. And so when I was doing ads for the CrossFit gym, it was like, it took me a really long time to figure out what was the right thing to do to actually like make money from it. Um, because we could spend hundreds of dollars and only get one client. And that's really, really frustrating. Um, do you find that there's specific things that work better for you guys for ads or have you not really noticed a pattern yet? I think the best is when you're showing images or videos that are actually from your studio. Um, and we have, so being part of a franchise, we do have some content that is very professionally done and put together. And we've done our own videographer has come in and done testimonials with members. 
So a lot of that, doing anything in-house, I think is huge. You're actually advertising to people in the community and they may even see a familiar face of somebody they know that's at your gym. So letting people know what it looks like in your studio, letting them hear voices of people that are actually there, um, I think is really, really key. And, and that's where we've seen the best impressions, the best lead flow is when we're using local content. Yeah, that's great. Do you have any sort of hook to pull people in like with the ads or like any sort of offer? We do first class free. So our big thing is come try. We actually have set intro classes. So with AKT, like I said earlier, we have four different classes that we offer. People want to come in and try a class first. So our intro class is actually a 45 minute condensed class that combines our dance class and our bands class. So basically you can come in it's a, we break everything down for you, but it gives you a little bit of bands, a little bit of dance. So you actually get a feel for half of the classes that we offer in one. People really enjoy that. Cause a lot of times you'll go to gyms and you're like, well, I like that class, but am I going to like the other one? So at least that gives them a good taste of both. Um, and that has worked really well for us. And then that way during those intro classes as well, there's a lot of other new people there. So they don't feel as uncomfortable being the new person there. So it's kind of that set space for those new people. Cool. How many days a week do you guys teach that intro class? Anywhere from three to four. Cool. So um, I guess my next question, you know, I want to steer away from this conversation because I, I don't want to run out of time here. I want to make sure that we get to touch on a lot of different topics. And so the next question that I have for you is if you look at your business right now, what would you say is the biggest bottleneck or challenge for you guys and what are you actively doing to kind of overcome that? I would say the, the, the biggest challenge for us would be getting new people in the door at a higher rate. And so for us, we are constantly trying to show AKT, making sure people understand what AKT is and, and getting that brand awareness out there once people come in and they sign up, they absolutely love it. We're very unique. There's nothing like AKT in Cincinnati. Um, our bands class is, like I said, what hooked me. It is the most effective workout. Um, even our trainers who've come in, who are trainers, it's a very, very uh, challenging training program that they go through because we require so much from them and they've seen amazing results just from from being a trainer and they've already been in great shape so once people are there they they fall in love with it it's getting people over the barrier of or dance um, some people love that aspect some people are intimidated by it um, but yeah it's I would just say it's getting getting new people in yeah, and I think, you know, the past couple of years, especially, that's like been a challenge for most of us in this industry. Um, have you tried anything, you know, to combat that, to bring people in at a faster rate? Is there anything specific that you've really, really tried? I think a lot of it has been the organic that we're doing. And one of the big pushes that we have made this year is to just be everywhere. And so we always look at like the orange theory where they, they really seem to be, there's so many locations, they're everywhere. Everybody knows what they are. They know what they do. Um, so really with us, what we've, we've tried to do is pop up at various locations, 
hand out free class cards, collect names to win free a free week, to win a free month. Um, and then we get people on the phone, explain it, they get excited, they come in and they end up signing up. So um, we try to do two or three grassroots events per month, per studio. We've done fun like scab. So our big thing is we have a disco ball in our studio. And so at the end of class, it's kind of the final push. We put the disco ball on. People get really excited. Um, we've hidden disco balls around and done scavenger hunts. So our our big thing is just trying to, to really be everywhere. And I, and I do think that's helped this summer. The weather's been great. Um, we've gotten a lot more organic leads from doing that. Yeah. I think it's like a tricky to try to figure out, you know, all the pieces that go together to figure out what's the right method that we need to, to, to use to grow at a more rapid rate. Ideally, like you said, you'd like to be around 350 members at each location. What's the timeline? Like, when would you like to achieve that by if, if there was no kind of limitations holding you back? I would say in the next year and a half um, for Liberty, which is at 150, and hopefully the next year with Mason, that's at two, uh, like 215 ish. I think the, the other thing you have to remember is in the gym industry, the retention people, they tend, they can move, they can get injured. Uh, you know, fitness is not everybody loves fitness. And I think we have to remember that. And that's, one of the things that AKT is we're more than fitness. We are a community. We do a lot of community events together um, outside of just working out. So, you know, we've done uh, dinners with members. We've done chat. We do a ton of different challenges. We do, you know, things in, in our local area. So trying to create that we are the fitness studio, but we also do other things together to, to kind of make that more of a community feel, but that's, that's always going to be a challenge with fitness. Yeah. Yep. My final kind of juicy loaded question that I have for you. So take it as you will run with it. If you want, um, what, if, if you could have a magic wand, I handed it to you right now. And I said, all right, Amanda, all your dreams and goals for your facilities have come true. Um, what would that picture look like for you? Definitely having that max amount of members. So being at that 350, um, truly having enough staff that everyone feels like they have enough, you know, it, it's hard when you have trainers and, and really being a specialty, it's hard finding trainers. So a lot of our trainers are, are teaching a lot of classes and, and when our trainers are teaching their uh, they're actually doing the workout as well. So, you know, having enough staff where everyone feels they're at a really good amount of hours and classes, um, and then really just being known in the community for, for what we do and um, giving back. And we do a lot with donations to different charities. We've partnered with um, a breast cancer foundation last October. So really, you know, having that member count, having people happy, having the right staff, and then really being that presence in the community um, and, you know, the ability to give back and, and support the community the way we want to. So just looking at ways to kind of continue to grow whatever it is that you guys do in all aspects. Um, and so what do you feel like it's super important for you to focus on right now um, to get you to that point where that's not so much a magic wand situation, but more of a reality? I think for us, it is the continuous grind of what we're currently doing and not 
taking our foot off the gas, truthfully, and, and keeping keeping my team motivated. I have an awesome team. Uh, I have a manager at each location. Um, I have sales leads at each location and trainers, and we are constantly looking at our numbers, looking at where we want to be and putting things in place each month, each quarter, um, really looking at it in small increments, but also larger goals, I think is, is key. So, you know, continuing to be out in the community, continuing the brand awareness um, and just bringing people in. For sure. Um, Amanda, if you had to give a word of advice to somebody fairly new to gym ownership, what would you have to tell them? I would tell them it's going to be hard and that's okay. Um, I went into this knowing it was going to be hard. I didn't anticipate coming into it in a pandemic. So that was definitely a curveball that was thrown. There was a lot of unknown. And I think that the best thing is to just know it's going to be hard and keep going, keep going and get the right people on the bus with you. I'm huge on, on people and having the right team. So don't be afraid to get rid of people if they're, they're not right, not the right people, but when you find the right people really support them and, and cherish them and, and keep growing. Absolutely. Um, and so um, I appreciate you being here today. I appreciate that little piece of advice here at the end. I think all of us know when we get into this business, especially in the ownership side, like we know it's not going to be easy, but sometimes it can be it can be simple to just kind of step back and hope for growth um, and take our foot off of the gas. But it sounds like that's not something that you've done or that you're going to do. Um, and so I'm excited to see how you're able to grow your facility. Thank you for being here for your time. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast. Fill out the link in the description and we'll be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is a very special guest all the way from the UK. We have Emma with Alpha. Emma, what is going on? How are you today? Happy Thursday. How are you feeling? We're really good. We're actually in Northern Ireland, just outside Belfast, and oh. we have exceptionally unusual good weather today, so we're about 26 degrees so that's, that's exceptionally there we go. <laughs> I can believe it. Wow. Yeah. All right. 
Awesome. And look, we're excited to have you on, Emma. And before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on with Alpha here, you know, um, we want to kind of give you the floor and give you an opportunity to give the viewers a little perspective, right? How would you describe Alpha in your words? What is Alpha and what do you guys do? It's funny. Alpha is one of those things that has really evolved over the years. Um, I mean, it literally evolved from me having nothing. I mean, not even two pennies to rub together to putting my uh, first massage table on a credit card and thinking, oh my God, this better work. <laughs> um, <laughs> to um, having now a 7,000 square foot facility that we really do specialize in quality movement and movement performance. Um, we are really a gym for people that just want to move well. So we've really ended up specializing in powerlifting um, and then just um, really people that have never properly moved well before, you know, whether that's through injury or come back from having babies. Um, that really, I just feel like Alpha is a space that is really open, non-judgmental, and we're here to get you on the right path, whether that's through training, nutrition, sports massage, dry needling, powerlifting, competing, you know, uh, becoming, um, you know, or an athlete. I just feel like we try to offer as much as possible. Um, I offer um, courses in the industry as well. So the courses I offer are with an uh, with a worldwide um, provider, VTCT. So our courses are internationally recognized qualifications. So we've had students come in and head out around the world to the USA or, to um, Australia and they've taken their knowledge away. So it's, you know, a lot of people will even come in, enjoy PTing with me and then want to become a PT because the journey has just started for themselves then, you know. So we offer, I think, as much as we can of the best aspects of the industry. Yeah, I love that. And such a great explanation. I appreciate that, Emma. And so uh, kind of diving into the business here, let's start with the bare bones basics, of course. You know, how many members are you and Alpha serving currently? So at the moment, um, we, we've been up and down since COVID. So um, we opened this brand new facility. So I was um, exclusively a training facility, as in just the qualifications. And then I was using other gyms to offer those qualifications in and realized that I needed my own facility to run the qualifications to the highest standard that I could. And so we, off we decided to make the jump and you know, develop this huge facility. And um, there was, you know, so we got opened at around the end of October in 2019 and closed in March 20. So, and then with the different open, close, open, close, open, close. At the moment, we're sitting around 250 members, but we could easily accommodate double that. And um, so, I mean, it's something that we're slowly taking on. At the moment, we have a thing there. We, we're really pushing ourselves that we need at least one we need to be making sure that we're hitting one new member every single day so you know trying to bring on one new member and the thing about COVID is is because we have like i don't know if you can see we have everything spaced so well along with the government guidelines of the two meters distance we still have that and with seven thousand wow. square foot you know even if you're on a piece of equipment you're never that close to anybody else so we could still accommodate nearly double those numbers um, wow. We will hit those numbers, but it's just a case of saying to ourselves that we need to hit 
one new member every single day and take on a new member and do our advertising and uh, and all of that. But yeah, we're at 250 at the moment. The other thing about that is that, that does include people that maybe aren't members, but come to me, they're a member somewhere else, but come to me just for one-to-one, -one, maybe once, twice a week for one-to-one -one PT sessions, um, because maybe they live quite far away and then they're traveling. So we have general gym members that just want to be here during the day, just come in, do their own thing, or have a program wrote out for them. And then there's other ones that just want to be here just to be with either myself or um, a business partner, William, you know, so they just want to work with one to one with us. Yeah, no, I love that. I, love, I think that's so important. The fact that, you know, it, I always say like sometimes the innovation of, uh, of how uh, COVID has kind of moved us, it was a benefit in some ways. Right. Um, and yeah. I think that's awesome that you've been able to kind of maintain it and, and let it stick. And I'm pretty sure your your members appreciate that as well. So, and that's great. And you also took the, you kind of answered the next question, which I really always love to ask is how many, like how many more members do you think you can handle? And you already kind of said you could double, you know, it with where you're at now, which I think is a beautiful thing to understand. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I'd say the thing is um, we could easily handle double because COVID has changed how we work. People don't come in at, only six o'clock in the morning, 12 o'clock at lunchtime. And after five o'clock, you know, they're actually um, coming in still through the day because people are still working at home or have much more flexible working um, relationships now. Um, they're coming in maybe at 10, 11, two, three, four. So our memberships, our, our, our gym members are just coming in whenever suits them now, you know, at a time that suits them. So. Um, we don't even have real hotspots anymore. People just seem to like come in in waves whenever suits them, come in, come out. Um, you know, we still have slightly, you know, that's six o'clock. So we're open from six in the morning. Um, what we use is a fingerprint system. So our members can come in, Smart. fingerprint in um, with all our cameras and stuff. So, you know, um, they fingerprint in, they come in and they get, they just start working out. So we still have that six o'clock hotspot. 12 and after five o'clock that five to seven but even at that because most people are just coming in whenever suits them there's never really that much pressure that i think we could honestly take on twice as many members yeah i love that so important that is so important and so you know also it just kind of curious right because i mean obviously i think it's different for everybody but what's been What's been, I mean, you having 250 members is, 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 a, is a quality number. And, and so what's been that best method to get new people through the door? In Northern Ireland, we are a village society. I mean, you're never, you always know somebody's granny or somebody's best friend or, you know, you're, I mean, we talk about degrees of separation. In Northern Ireland, you may be one to two degrees separation from anybody. In Northern Ireland, we don't even use like, you know, like the yellow pages or, Google, I mean, mostly it is word of mouth. I mean, it wouldn't really matter how much money you would spend on sponsorship or leads on Google, leads on Facebook, Instagram. It is literally somebody referring somebody. So, you know, I actually have a mum started. A mum started, she came up to me the day that she rang the bell, having finished her cancer treatment and kicked its ass. And she came up and she joined up and she just says can I do a session right now and I was like yes we're doing it so the wow. mom joined then her uh, son joined her daughter joined her husband joined um 
the other son's wife joined, you know, so like, it's just because they're all, and they're all my clients now, you know, so, um, you know, it's, uh, and now, uh, you know, it'll, it, it, the clients have evolved to different places. So one's become a power lifter, uh, one wanted to get married, one's pregnant now, you know, so their training has completely changed from when they started with me as well. Um, that is literally the definition of how things work in North Ireland. It'll be yeah. a friend and then a friend and a friend and a friend. Um, people who want to work out together all come together at the same time. This gym, I think, is very unusual, as in it really does feel like a family gym, as in if you're first in, throw the lights on. If you're last out, throw the lights off. You know, that kind of... Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's always toothpaste in the, in the bathrooms. There's you know, um, shower gel and shampoo, shampoo in the showers, you know, like there's always food. <laughs> it's just, if that's the kind of gym that we run here, you know? I love that. I love it. It's so important. You, yeah, I think it, it, it really, it, it really shows the culture you can build and the community you can build if you just put that effort in. Right. And yeah. I think that's, such, it's, it's really all it is, you know, and, and actually caring for your members and not looking at them as a dollar sign. I think that's the biggest thing. I can see you truly do that. Um, yeah. and so I appreciate how genuine you are. So thank you for that. You don't see it too often anymore. Um, and so, you know, um, for you, right. Being at 250 members, I mean, how do you manage tracking that? And those, those numbers, I mean, how do you know when somebody just joined, if they're looking to cancel, you know, all those things that are so important and so vital to the success of the gym. How do you track that? Um, so we just use uh, a software system called Clubwise, and it's really, really simple. They just um, give us, I mean, the software is uploaded onto the computer here. And I mean, it's literally as easy as in two minutes, they're signed up. And then I, when I remember, <laughs> walk them outside <laughs> and put the fingerprint into the fingerprint system. So um, I know exactly who's in and who's out and who's been in and who's been out, you know. So and the thing is, these things like cards and fobs and passwords, you know what? You don't lose your finger. Most people don't lose their fingers. So it makes a very good system, you know, so that people can just fingerprint in and out. And then we have the clubwise system as well. So, you know, we've data on both the, the, the fingerprint system and the clubwise system. And it's just dead easy. It's a direct debit, comes out once a month. And, um, you know, they just give us 30 minutes, uh, 30 yeah. days for this. And that's it. That's, that's awesome. It's really simple. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm entirely lazy when it comes to this stuff. So I need a simple system. And we keep it simple. <laughs> yeah. And it, it even, it's even true for your clients, right? Simplicity always beats sexy. I always say that, you know, and I'm, <laughs> for lack of a better term there. But um, I think that's always the truth. And so, um, you know, I'm going to ask you a little bit of a longer winded question here. Okay. But a good question in itself, a good way to kind of self-reflect here. Um, okay. And so bear with me. If you need me to repeat anything, by all means, just let me know. Uh, sure. But what we've been discussing this entire time and what we predominantly use in the fitness and gym industry are three pillars of business. That's going to be your lead generation, which is just your marketing, getting people through the door, your acquisition, which is your sales, converting somebody from interested to an actual paying client, and then retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So Emma, of those three, where do you feel like you could improve the most? So we're actually really good at retention um, and definitely at uh, bringing people in the door. And then next thing, 
they see what we're doing and they want to work with us, either join the powerlifting team or have PT or realize that knee bends are not squats. Um, you know, bending over is not deadlift, you know, so they actually want to move like the other people in the gym. So they want to pay then for the extra session. So yes, they're paying for their membership, but then they want to pay for their extra PT or they want to, um, you know, uh, take sports massage or, you know, for a bit of recovery work um, or they want to buy the t-shirts. And I, we have a, a an Iron Wolf um, sort of, so based on the Alpha and the Wolf, we have our Iron Wolf gym clothing as well. So the girls are buying the gym clothing um, that I'm wearing or the t-shirts that the lads are wearing, you know, so they, that kind of way we're doing okay. Um, I think we're very good. If, if you come through the door, you're going to sign up. So probably our most difficult job is getting people to the door and through the door. Um, that's probably the one thing that I could do better. Definitely lead generation. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I appreciate the honesty and transparency there, Emma. I think when you because can put success. Then, I, yeah. And I, sorry. I'm just talking no, go ahead. Go, ahead. go no, go ahead. I think it's just because, again, because you see how I am and how we are so low bullshit in this gym, literally. I mean, honestly, we, like I say, we don't do mirrors. We don't do, we, we don't have Wi-Fi because we don't want you on your phone when you're training. We want you yeah. to focus. We want you to, we, we like, and I, I know everybody's, you know, it's not about body shaming and everybody should be body confident. But on the other hand, you know, we don't have people standing within tiny stringers and, out and stuff like that we it's it's an I, I mean we kind of like to say we're like average joes we um you know we're here for everybody nobody feels uncomfortable people might be coming here with um obesity issues you know where they just don't feel confident or comfortable anywhere else you know so um whereas um you know I, I'm really, and I, I, I feel like because we're so genuine, okay, and because we like it to be organic and genuine, that the kind of people that are coming through the door are our are, are kind of people. They're going to fit. They're going to fit with our family and yeah. our, our way of being and be non-bullshit. And, you know, and I kind of maybe rely too much on that, on that idea of our vibe will attract our tribe. And I probably don't invest enough in, um, you know, like sponsorship, uh, sponsored leads and, and um, you know, sort of, um, uh, uh, you know, funnels and things like that there. I mean, we put out stuff about our members and what they've achieved or what we're doing or, and not even necessarily, I will never post about the numbers that I squat or anything, um, you know, but I will put out what it felt to get that PB or what what the the movement or the technique or the breakthrough, what that meant for me or how that felt, you know, and I think because it always has to come across as feeling genuine um, and organic and non-bullshitty that maybe at times I get a little bit too hung up on that um, rather than, you know, that I think I, that's me trying to filter out the bullshit. <laughs> that it, you know, it probably stops me from having the 500 members 
as opposed to the 350 members. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? I, I'll be the first to say it's okay, Emma, just because you can't please everybody and not everybody's meant to be at your gym. That's honest truth. I think one thing as a gym owner that a lot of gym owners fail to, to realize is that it's not just a, 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 a one-way decision. It's a two-way decision. It has to work for the client, but it has to work for you as well. Because you can't trip yeah. out your culture by just profit, right? So a lot of people lose sight yeah. of. They'll just say, oh, why, why are people not staying? Why? You jeopardize your your client experience and, and your community by bringing in people who don't align with your mission, who align with the culture. And that's important. And you might think, oh, well, the customer's always right, the client's always right, but there is a certain fit for what you do, right? And sometimes they'll weed themselves out, but you have to understand that as well. And it's hard. It's a very hard concept to understand, but when you can see it, um, you know, it, it becomes a lot more obvious that, wow, there there is a certain demographic that we appeal to and, and there's a reason why you attract them so easily and why they're, they're, they're going to come in flocks right like you said through word of mouth and through referrals um but also to say this too emma i mean you didn't start this business to be a marketing professional so i don't think you're in the wrong here so um, i think obviously it's something that you can develop and obviously get better at and progress in so of course it's never i don't think it's ever a problem i was going to say before i thank you for your honesty and transparency because you can put success to the side here. I think people would see 250 members and be like, wow, there's, there's, I'm good. I, there's no room for growth. But the fact that you still see more opportunity is an eye-opener for the viewers. And I appreciate you sharing that with them. So thank you for that, Emma. I have two more questions for you here. My two favorite questions uh, for you, Emma, what would you say is the bigger picture for Alpha long-term? What's the overarching goal here? Uh, oh, um. I'm actually at the moment. I am toying with. I am toying with a rebrand, at the moment. Yeah. Um. I've. Alpha started in one place. Um. And. Uh. For a very long time, I was tied up thinking that Alpha was me and I was Alpha. <laughs> so <laughs> I started. Um. I started Alpha as in the training company. Um, way, way, way back, um, I had um, gone to an, uh, an employment tribunal. I was uh, a mummy of two, two gorgeous babies, and um, I um, felt that I had been unfairly disadvantaged by my uh, maternity leaves and ended up going to uh, an industrial tribunal um, and was out of work for a year um, and literally couldn't get employment anywhere. And um, I, I didn't know what to do with myself. I literally had to sit and think, well, I wouldn't employ me right now. I go through an employment tribunal. I was a mess. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I'd lost track. And um, at that time, it was all about, you know, um, my background was in psychology and I had a master's degree in health services research. And um, I realized that actually I could still help people, but more in this way. So I went back and retrained um, as a um, sports massage therapist and opened a business and then opened a business then in terms of went ahead and trained as a PT and a strength and conditioning coach as well. Um, and then, you know, um, got a settlement. We agreed a settlement for my industrial tribunal. And um, then I decided to open a training company that would train people in the industry as well. Um, and on the day that I got my settlement, um, my friend sent me a little 
means saying basically throw me to the wolves and I'll come back leading the pack. And that's where Alpha came from. And I feel like my business was built off the back of a very difficult personal experience that I made into a positive experience. I mean, literally my whole business is built on, I will never allow anybody to feel how I felt through that experience. And, um, you know, I want, I want everybody to um, feel good about themselves, whether it's through education, training, nutrition, whatever. Um, so at the moment, um, we have been alpha for so long, but through COVID and looking for various um, new uh, revenue streams, we started up doing t-shirts that were Iron Wolf and more powerlifting themed stuff. Um, also, um, you know, um, lovely workout gear for girls, you know, we tops and leggings and things like that. And they were all branded as Iron Wolf to set it aside from Alpha. Um, and I am thinking of maybe rebranding the whole gym with the Iron Wolf theme, as in nearly post-COVID, do I want to sort of say, you know what? You know, yes, we're, uh, we're, yes, we're this gym, we're here, we're still me, but I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that me anymore. I'm now 41-year-old Emma, not, not, not 20 years ago Emma. You know, I have my kitties, I have my, you know, do I maybe want to say, right, okay, in a post-COVID era, do I want a nice, fresh new start that refocuses the gym in terms of what we're offering, what we're specializing in, that okay. it's, you know, um, very much streamlined, um, you know, I think that I've also streamlined the courses that I offer. Um, I've got much better at managing my time um, much more of a better work-life balance and, and life balance and you know, more than just absolutely working my guts out to prove everybody that I could do it. And um, when, you know, that's what I went through my industrial tribunal for, basically, you know, I've done it. I don't need to be here anymore. I don't need to be alpha anymore. I sort of feel like I've moved and I've shifted. I'm a different person now. I'm more of that iron wolf, you know, so, yeah. um, you know, do I want to bring that vibe to my tribe now? I, and, and that's where I'm thinking. So sorry, it's yeah. very long. Answer, no, no, but... no, 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 no. This, this is your show, Emma. I'm telling you, you got it. I love that. I love, I love how. One thing I noticed from the beginning, I love how, one emotionally invested, and in how you intertwine it with your life, where you stand, and then you want this to be a representation of you. And I understand that, and I think that's amazing. And you've let it progress to what it's become, but now you want to almost rebrand in order to. Uh, to innovate and for it to to compare with what it has become so i think that's a beautiful thing i think that's awesome and i think there's a huge picture behind that and that kind of aligns with the overarching goal and i think that's amazing i mean almost unheard of on my end if i'm being very honest so i think that's a beautiful thing Emma. i think that's great i think that is awesome and i'm sure your clients and your members would appreciate that as well i really am and so um Bringing me to my last question here. It's my favorite question. And I, I, I say it and, and I word it differently just to make it a little more entertaining, if you will. Uh, but uh, if you need me to re-explain it in the normal way, I can. But I like to say it this way because it just sounds a little better. So, um, Emma, if you could go back in time uh-huh. to when you first started Alpha, sit yourself down with the information you know now 
and give yourself that one piece of advice that you think you really needed to hear when you first started your gym, what would you tell yourself? If I was really honest. I'm sorry? Don't. If I was really honest, really, really, really honest, I'd say don't. Really? Uh, I would do it differently. I would do it differently. I know myself better now. And I know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real one-to-one -one person. Um, I, I love bringing people to the fullest expression of themselves. I love to see them progress and stuff. Um, do I absolutely love running a big 7,000 square foot open gym? I don't. I love rehabbing people. I love massaging and dry needling and working one-to-one -one and PT and strength and conditioning. I would open a small studio. Um, so I would have a smaller space overall. I would have a space that is for teaching, a space that is for the rehab, the sports massage, and I'd have a small studio. I would literally have probably a squat rack and some dumbbells. And I could do my job very easily there. Now, now I'm here. That's okay. <laughs> but um, there's so much that nobody tells you when you open a gym. You know, in, in the industry at the moment, you know, everything is a death by a thousand cuts. It's not your big overheads that kill you in the, in the long. It's the small things that catch you, the, the, the bills, the... Um, refurbishment, the, the gym equipment, the, the cleaning, the time. The, and if you actually put into context that possibly the most precious thing in the world that you have is your time. And if you give that to anybody else other than like, for example, your kids and your loved ones, people that you love to be around, that's the most valuable quantity that you have on this planet is your time. And if you took your time into consideration as to what it, the time it takes me to run a massive facility as opposed to the time it would take me to run a small studio uh yeah i would say i would have a, again achieved more in a shorter space of time this is just a a bigger thing but it's going to take longer space of time but i have to give up time, which I think is actually the most valuable thing we have in the world. It's a bit of a long-winded answer. Emma, that was a mic drop of an answer. Way to close. I mean, honestly, I'm not even going to say anything off of that one. I think it was a beautiful closeout. It's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. <laughs> but before we sign out, Emma, please shout out your Instagram, Facebook, website, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you and Alpha? Yeah, well, actually, we're... Um, sort of tied into one of your other questions. Um, we are starting up a YouTube channel soon, doing product reviews in terms of um, gym equipment and powerlift and stuff. And um, so hopefully we'll have that up and running soon. It'll probably be under Iron Wolf. Um, at the moment, we have the Iron Wolf clothing on uh, Facebook. We have Alpha Training NI, or our courses. Um, at the moment, we don't, again, we're a wee bit different. We don't do any online courses. Every course is taught in here with me face to face. We don't make people go on to computers and stuff like that. They have to be here. They have to, big difference in learning through a video and actually having a small 
adjustment to you know remind people of how to get the activation of the muscle just right um you know so yeah so the qualifications are there and um, we're about to do um a brand new website as well so um but that's all in line with hopefully the new relaunch of iron wolf so we're looking at the moment of um kind of at the moment our socials are a bit redundant because we're looking so much at we've put we've put that kind of on hold that hopefully we're, with the rebrand with iron wolf everything will come out with an iron wolf thing to it whether it's the courses the qualifications the um pt the um clothing range um, and hopefully the youtube channel doing product reviews is something that we really want to do that's Emma. Thank you so much. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. Just stick around for one second. If you can, just so I can let you know how you're going to get the podcast, I would appreciate it. Just going to sign everybody else out over here, okay? Perfect. Okay. And uh, to everyone else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come and join us to talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.